Welcome to Vibe with Edmond Ores. So yeah, guys, so welcome to another episode of Vibe with Edmond Ores podcast. I'm your host and I'm still the coolest boy in the world, Edmond Ores. So if you are listening for the first time, welcome. This is number one for the podcast in Nigeria. I also saw that we're number one. I checked this morning and I saw that we're number one in Kenya as well. I heard of some very big footballing names, Gary Neville, and some very big corporations. So that's a big, big win. I thank you to everybody that's sharing the podcast. God bless you guys. This, we're going to do so much more. We're going to do so much more. We're just, I think it's just six months in. Um, the future is looking very bright. So if you are my listener, you should be excited. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a difficult one to make, but it was good. I got a Man City fan and a Man United fan, Wanika, who has been on the podcast before, to just come and talk on their Manchester derby. And we just analyze every other thing that's happening in the world of football. The Ballon d'Or is coming 29th, and we're looking forward to that. We're going to do a special episode for that. Um, so please, if you are listening, anyway you are listening and you are enjoying the content, if you are enjoying the content, if you agree with something, if there's something you want to, if there's anything you want to say from the podcast, you can always tweet at me at Edmondoris on Instagram or at Edmondoris on Twitter where I'm more active on. And don't forget to share. Send the podcast to your football group, send it to your sports group, send it to anywhere that tell anybody that loves football about the podcast so that they listen we keep making we're going to make episodes like this every monday football episode and the general episode the last one we did on red flags is still available on the podcast i think this is the 37th episode so that's episode 36 you guys should check down our red flags from girls point of view i got four single ladies and they just talked about their red flag which is literally one of the best episodes we've made so far so thank you guys for coming again i'm going to leave you guys now i'll see you guys at the end i hope you enjoy it You were vibing with Edmund Uris. I have one Nika from Man City. One Nika also. I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm so happy to be here again, Edmund. Hi, everyone. <laughs> this is one Nika. Okay, so she, she's here again. So she's on my second most played podcast episode. She's on second. I think I did that one with her and Bag of Nuts. We called that one Finally Messi. Yeah, when you yeah. won the cup, you did an episode. That is the second one. So if you have not listened to that episode, you first should go and listen to it. And I have beef. Beef of Manchester, sir. <laughs> How are you, sir? Your voice not too high like that. It'd be like saying that. It'd be like saying the spanking, they affect you. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, any man you follow, you say, see, discuss it, you're serious. Are you dead to pay right now? Are you dead? I am, to be frank. To be frank. I am. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> since we're since we're since we're already talk, talk now, Manchester United. You guys came came from behind twice with Atlanta two two, and then Ronaldo doing what Ronaldo does. Big shout out to Ronaldo. And then you guys came against Man City at Old Trafford, and I think it was, was no. I'm not a Man United fan, but I was embarrassed with the performance. So, beef. What happened? How? What, what do you feel about that game? How did you feel about the game? Any any match, I was okay. United had the two top performance this match. Like they actually balled out and they look at Wolves, look at look at Villarreal, look at Leicester. So it's about it's about our performances. People that we play against, they actually almost always. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the, the result against City came as a result. What cast the ground? You have to see what actually happened in the team. It doesn't just come like that like magic. I would say I expected us to be balled out. Has the decision to still stick with Ole? I don't know. Maybe they may sack him because international came before the next turn of fixture. But is it looking like that? And are you are you surprised that if this they are still backing? Um, I think I think the issue with our body is grossly incompetent. I was trying to be cautious. I think the fact that they are incompetent, they know they are incompetent, and then the fact that if you go for Conte, Conte wants what he wants. He's going to raise the standard. He's going to ask for stuff before coming. I wouldn't say they are backing Ole. I just feel like the replacement is not on ground. 
All right, but let's 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 move in for my United now. Let's go to Man City. Wanika, how was the performance from you? You guys oh, won in the Champions God. League as well. You guys won. I think you guys are top in the league. PSG inexplicably considered in the diamond. So you guys are top of that group. And you guys played United of the Parks. What's it from a Man City point of view? Okay, you know, Guardiola, his press conferences can be so annoying sometimes. He can piss people off. So he started <laughs> by saying that the, that the Manchester Derby is not... But in a way, technically, if he had lost that game, it have been a big problem for us. Because Leipzig, they can just come out from nowhere. If they would have defeated a PSG, anything would have happened. So in that, in that match, we did well in the first half. We played you know, our game. And the, the subs like uh, Gabriel Jesus, uh, Sterling, they, just, they won the match. Yes, after, after making the subs, and the subs were Gabriel Jesus, Sterling, and, you know, um, then De Bruyne. When you brought those three people, the game changed. They were not started scoring. And the Belgians, they couldn't do anything else. They just dominated it in that second half. They entering the Manchester Derby. Okay. We dominated that game from start to finish. As in, when you saw, when you, even, even if, the, as in, look, men looking at our lineup, you see that Pep, as in, he has this plan. He just kept De Bruyne at, at that first nine position where he can just get. Uh, you know enough enough of the ball to you know to make his strikes. Then Rodri, uh, that guy has been he has been so good this season. Like he has never had a bad game this season. Rodri, like from the beginning of this season. yes, he has been so good. Then Bernardo running up and down. You see what he did to Fred as a Fred. <laughs> Fred, no, no, no. I'm sure whenever Fred sees Bernardo, he'll be trembling like like he couldn't do it. Was it yeah? too, was it too easy for you guys? It was too easy for us. Like you know, they had two shots on time. That was um the the one um Ronaldo played against uh, Ederson during twenty fifth <laughs> minutes of the match. Then um Eric Bailey's uh, own goal. They couldn't do they anything. Asked, they, asked, they asked Pep why he didn't make any so I don't think he made it. And he yeah. said, uh, he said the game was comfortable. It was two zero, <laughs> and the game was he doesn't want. Uh, Ronaldo was just ho- hovering around the 18-yard box. Injury, <laughs> injury, and De Bruyne. Bruno was falling down, looking for someone Wait, to give him know, free space. You know, it's, 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 it's an issue when you're coming to your house and then you come to your house and then they, they even enter into their second year. Because if you look at City, how does it bounce back from this? Edmond, if, if, we, if we had a striker, it would have been a bloodshed. And see, you see that defense. You see, look sure. No, no, no. That guy, he's a shot of people. let's move forward now. It was a good weekend for City. Liverpool, I think they are the only top yes. team. So you guys are back. Yes. Just three points behind Chelsea. Chelsea drew. Are you confident yes. of defending the title? Yes, I'm very confident too. Like very. See, by the time Mendy goes for um his Afghan duties. It's going to be very tough for Chelsea by the time Mr. Kepa enters that net. Because Kepa, he cannot do the things Mendy does for Chelsea. You see, the, all these things, you know, that guy makes world-class saves for Chelsea. If not for that guy, they would have lost against Brentford, even against Burnley yesterday. But that, as in Chelsea, they're still going to come down to their natural bipolar. They, they are, those people are bipolar disorder. They're going to come down 
to their national position. We are the champions of England. We own England. Maybe they say we don't win in Europe. We own England. England is ours. So we are going to move top. We are settled now. If we should move to that top, all of you are finished. Yes, I'm confident about this season because yeah, I think Pep is about to, you know, you know understand the, the, his, the, his best starting eleven. You see, the, the starting eleven that, that started against Manu, that's the best one for now because um, Grealish, Grealish, that guy, he, that guy can hold ball. Like, the thing can be very boring. The best thing for him is to move to the midfield and fold to the left wing. So, um, the, the point of moving to the false nine position was the best decision he made in so that match you, during the do you think do you, do you think you guys are, are going to do well without a striker this season? Do you think you guys can win the league without a striker this season? Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because all, we create a lot of chances. Then at the end of the day, so you you will not see anybody there to convert those chances. It's going to be very tough. You know, you might not be seeing us scoring like five goals all the time. As we had a striker, we would have scored like six goals against Man United during the derby. <laughs> Wait, beef. <laughs> Let's come to beef now. Beef. What do you think is yeah. the solution for Mario? Yeah. What do you think is the solution for Mario? Because international break now, you guys go to face Chelsea next. So, what's the solution um, for Mario? The solution is it's um, it's, a, it's a tricky question because now we can't. If you look at the genesis of all of these problems, it's our board, faulty board. Like it's, it's so so bad. So the solution now has to be has to be like in tune and in line with what people actually need to fix up. Do you understand? Yeah. So I said now, if you're bringing in Tenag, you, you Tenag is not going to come in and just walk board that can. If you if you want Overmars to come with him, get let him come. I want to ask you now because it looks it looks like. They don't want to sack Ole. It looks like they don't want to sack him. I said if something crazy happened. You say what? <laughs> they should not sack him yet. <laughs> see, Five more years. <laughs> see, because see, guys, a, a lot of managers are sacking. They've they've been a lot of sacks this season. Yeah. So it's actually very frustrating. If I was a Man United fan, I would be very I'll be extremely frustrated at how this man is clearly showing that he cannot do the job, but you guys are still pampering him. He's pampering, it's disgusting for a big club. See, even Barcelona, we've changed Coleman. Xavi is coming in. And we're going to go to Xavi and Barcelona. Beef, assuming Ole doesn't get the sack, wait, wait, how do you see you guys' season going? Or what, what's <laughs> the best case scenario with Ole? It's actually really tricky. It's actually really tricky. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to talk to you about. So let's go to other Premier League teams now, guys. Chelsea. Wanika, thoughts on Chelsea? Uh, they drew 1-1 to uh, Bolly. Nine minute go to pool level there, so they, they drop points, but they are still top. What do you think about them? Uh, I think right now they are missing some important players. They are missing Kovacic. They are missing uh, Lukaku. I would say they are missing one, although the guy, he can miss goals, but his runs can can cause troubles. They are missing a lot of people. And then, um, what was Mr. Buckley, um, he, that guy is so selfish. You see that ball, that ball that he was supposed to pass to Chiwell, that would have won that match yesterday. But because of his selfishness, Chelsea did not win that match yesterday. Do you think and, they can win uh, the league? The, um, the people, people will tell you uh, it's just Man City and Liverpool. But yeah, within myself, I, can't, I, I always count them in because um, I feel like just Kovacic eh, is one player in their squad that's like, I always look 
look at Bell because that guy, he's very good. He connects well with strikers. He can just put that ball. If that guy can just come back, Lukaku comes back, they can do very well. They have a complete team. It's a good defense. So I what think about you, as Bell, what about they you, can you do. Yeah. yeah. Initially, initially, I felt like um, um system wasn't sustainable. Initially, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they're not even forcing. They know that team. They're playing well, and then um, it's, 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 it's maybe they're talking part of their game. You know, um, when players like um, ZH, yes, no. we know we've seen him at Ajax. We've seen his quality. It's about himself. It's about the system. ZH is a very lazy player. <laughs> <laughs> He's so lazy. As since he came to Chelsea, he's been yeah. very lazy. But I he played. When, uh, it was um, it was a comparison between. Ziyech and Bruno Fernandes. Hmm. Um, somebody made the bench one start one seven. It was Bruno hmm. and everybody was selling Bruno Fernandes. Everybody was selling Bruno Fernandes. People and because truly <laughs> at that time I better start selling Bruno. But then now since it's now. Okay, so beef. So just generally they they put side. They they can win. Hmm. The they can win the league. Okay, so like it comes it happens all the time. When you drop points like this, it's not bad though. It's um, but, it happens all the time. Bonley are a difficult side to play. I don't like I don't like them. I feel like yeah. they just play satanic football. But, but enough enough of Chelsea now because we'll, Arsenal are coming back, guys. Arsenal are coming back. Yeah. Very, very Wanika, you, you guys tried Gen 5-0. Man City tried Gen 5-0. I think it, it was yeah. the third game of the season. It was after that game. Yeah. Since then they've not lost. So, yeah. Thoughts on Arsenal. I, I, I think I thought I changed some things. I think um Jaka, that guy, he was he was a big problem to them in that in that squad. Since he, he stopped playing, I think things has changed. Yes, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Emil Smith Low, that young man, he has started giving him, you know, started having this confidence in in the young man. So there is that confidence that he gave that young man together with Zaka, and then putting him. Um, uh, Abu Maya in front, yeah, and then, and then Rams there at uh, at uh, at Danes. That's what is helping them because Rams there is going to bench Reno for a very very long time because the guy is doing very well. So he's going to help them. Then Tommy Yasu, I don't know where they got that guy from. That guy is very good. Like his cross <laughs> is actually very good, as okay. in very hard working. And then Ben, look at Ben White. My new fans, we are laughing at Ben White. But look at him. <laughs> the white is even better than Maguire. Ah, in fact, the white is better than everybody, mind you, in defense. Ah, don't even start. <laughs> okay, I think that. Do you guys think that lack of Europa? Because this, and I've said it on this podcast before, why it would be horrible if Barcelona should go to Europa League and we'll go to Barcelona after they talk on Liverpool next. Then, see, do you guys think that lack of Europa League football has, has assisted us now a lot? Do you think that it has helped them to build this form? Because I think that. It's impossible to play like the way they are playing if they are playing every Thursday. Yes, I think so too. Because you will need the you know the strength. Look at Man City. We play like how many games every week? Arsenal they play just the Premier League and the Carabao Cup, so they don't play in in, in Europe. All these demanding matches, they don't do that. So they don't play with the big boys. They play with small boys. <laughs> so well, they are, they are, <laughs> they are doing well. okay. Lastly, now Liverpool, we saw we saw that they lost their they lost their first game of the season in the league. I think their first loss in twenty 
in since in all competitions they lost at Benabao last season in, in Champions League. Salah has fired blank in the last three games now since that hat trick at Old Trafford. He hasn't scored again, but he's still giving us captain, my FPL captain. A big shout out to Trent to Trent for the FPL points and Chancelo and all the defenders doing great things. But beef, I think Liverpool now. What what was happening with Liverpool? Should we be worried or it was it was or these things just happen? No, no, no. We should not be worried. These things happen. Um, you know, it's modern football. It's born, um, you want to play. It's like when you want to play, it's boom. Just like that. It's um. Look at look at Palace at the City last week. Even before even before the City red, like look at their points to the game by uh, Vieira's guys. So it doesn't mean that um, City, City, City won't catch them on another day and then beat them really well. And uh, we shouldn't really read much of these things at all. Team beating these games all the time. Look at Bayern. Look at Bayern. Time was your back. Yes, yes. So these things happen mm-hmm. all the time. So I wouldn't say um, is that um, when their key guys, when Salah leaves for um, managers, when it's, it's then how um, club decides to manage the squad at that point in time. That's that's the only issue in my opinion. Okay. So I want us to leave. I want us to leave the. Okay. I want us to leave the Premier League now, but more, more news on that. Spurs have enjoyed Conte. Spurs have enjoyed Conte. So while we're looking, they, they drew they drew against Everton. They drew against Everton. So nothing yet. I think they will use this international break to get familiar with the squad. And but I'm expecting big things from them. I think that is a, is a, is a move that matches. So it shows it just shows ambition. I think from a Tottenham point of view, it shows ambition because Conte is he was literally the freest. He's literally the best free manager available before now in terms of big name you get. He's a serial winner. He won at Chelsea, he won at Tottenham, he won at Inter. You get so I think that with this Tottenham squad, I I feel like they can do something. I don't know. But it was it was shameful seeing them seeing them losing. I think that this is going to make the competition interesting. But top four now. I want you guys to give us your top four. One can go first. I'll start with the champions of England. Man City first. Okay. Okay. Chelsea second. Okay. Um, Liverpool third. Okay. What I know is that Man U will not make top four. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> as for that fourth position, is between uh, the likes of uh, West Ham, uh, Brighton, uh, even Leicester. I feel like less than I don't, do think, I don't think those ones can finish in the top four, but let's hear Beef's own Beef, top four. <laughs> um, top four, I'd say um, City wins again, then Chelsea. Okay. Four. Okay. Fourth. United. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so, so bye bye. I feel so like at some point you will actually pick. All right, he will pick. He will pick. <laughs> no, I like. I when it, don't you think he will pick? Ah, uh, uh, they will just come up and go down, <laughs> up and down. Bipolar disorder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So let's come to Barcelona now. Barcelona, Barcelona were down, down, down. We were leading Celta Vigo three zero, and then we went on to <laughs> draw the game. Went on to bottle the game. What do you guys yeah. think about us employing Xavi? I want to hear Biff's thoughts on Xavi. What do you think about Baka employing Xavi? Um, I, f- I feel like we've seen we've seen young managers go into um, if I would say now since Xavi will be sacked in two years because now I feel like the entire mentality, the entire mm-hmm. um, if you had left us, the shift emotionally generally is going to take a while. So I don't think, think it's just going to say a coach. If you look at um, Barca in the past couple of years, sixty games in a season. And then uh, Messi is going to win like 40 one of the matches. 
like um, going from that to um something a bit more balanced it's going to take time it's not um it's not magic and uh, mentally safe like for the crop of guys that are there it's not um you go down from reflex action safe like Messi is there like it's not about um it's, I don't know how to explain this very well but then I just, that's just effects so when men focus in left us maybe not as bad but yeah something like, something of that sort it's a bit bad because Coman was actually visibly very bad it was and uh, visibly bad I've not really followed Zabi. I don't know, how, but I feel like I feel like Zabi. I don't think anybody really hates Zabi like that. Everybody is rooting for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm what rooting did, for Zabi. What, what, what did you think? To be honest with you, I was praying that he would just stay back uh, at Qatar. Uh, to be very honest, I was praying that Zabi wouldn't accept that Barcelona job because it's not going to be easy. You need to do away with all these old men, all these buskets and the uh, was uh, PK. If, even Eric Gracia, I know he's still a young man, he's still, but that guy is a big problem in Barcelona defense. He needs to restructure some things. It's not easy. Look at they, they were they were leading by three goals, and all of a sudden, um, it is tre-tre. That match was it was so ridiculous. Barcelona, they have a serious problem. I do, I hope Zev. He sleeps because it's not going to be easy, and I hope he, you know, he can do well. Maybe help your people if uh, if people can play in Europa. Uh, maybe meet West Ham if people can <laughs> beat West Ham in Europa. <laughs> because there's no way people are going to <laughs> make it to the <laughs> round of sixteen. Yeah, well, I, I, I just think, hope he does well. I think that we can games left. Yes, we beat Dynamo Kiev again. Thanks to Ansofati. Who? And Sofati is now injured for another four four months. Four, sorry, one month, four weeks. So there's a lot of injuries with the club. Aguero is injured out for I think till next year. Um, yeah. Dembele got fit, got injured. So beef, like you said, and the truth is, Barcelona's problem is deep. That's why, to be honest, too, I was I was scared, and I said it before on the podcast, I'm scared that I'm scared of Xavi coming because it's not it's not a, it's not an easy job to come into. Do you understand? It's, it's a job that is deeper than than just the players and coaching. So if it's like a overhaul, you need to start build, break the club down and build it back up. You get. So, and there's no mess. There's no mercy to help. So no, 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 no. I'm, I think everybody should be thinking post Messi now because Messi has done his bits. <laughs> it's not Messi's yeah. football club. It's Barcelona football club. It's, he has tried now. Did he yeah. not try? I'm not, no, I'm saying that there's no as in. A messy figure there to uh, help. They, so, nobody so they should, they should, just, just said they should. I think that any club that was going to transition from Messi was always going to struggle because Messi, as a sing- singular individual, he brought mm. too many to a football, too much things to a football game. It was almost like you were playing with, you were playing for a very long time, fourteen men against eleven. You get, and then you take away your. So now it's balanced. You understand what I'm saying? This yeah. is how this is how a normal team should be. This is how they should struggle. Messi was a cheat because, like Beef said, he could go on a run whereby for the next 12, 13 games he's giving at least a goal and assist. That's two goals every game for mm. one man. You know how many points that is. So I think that will struggle. But Xavi, I think that on on him coming, a lot of people that I've spoken to, they are saying that he has done very well. I don't pay respects him. You get Pep respects him a lot as, as a person and as a player. I, I'm not saying that one is an excuse of why he's going to do the ball. Let's wait and see. But I know that as a personal 
be practicing how to have a lot of patience. And I have an episode on my podcast where I talked about patience. People should go and practice how to do patience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before you guys go, before you guys go, one last question. The Ballon d'Or ceremony is coming up very soon, 29th of November, and we're going to do a podcast episode to mark that for the winner. Okay, number one, Messi. Number okay, two, Messi the one, yeah, number two, Lewandowski. Number three, Benzema. No way for Salah. No way for Salah. You know, that, that I think they're judging according to um how you performed last season. So if yeah. you're talking about how people performed last uh, it's, it's supposed to be Messi, Lewandowski, and uh, Benzema. Like, what else does he need to do? It's not like he's going to get goals. It's not like he's going to get assists. That's what we with them, actually. Okay. That actually don't really, don't really have answers. That's why I say, okay, Joe. One thing I said, Messi, Lewandowski, <laughs> and Benzema. You get yeah. so I, I want to say my own now. I want to say my own. This is what I think. Benzema. I want, I think that the best three players Ooh. last season. The football season that they calculate is from the beginning of last, of the 20, 20, 20 season, yeah? To okay. up until the end of the last international competition, which was the last international competition was the Copa America which Messi won at the beginning of I think beginning of July so I think that when you look at the fact that Lewandowski scored a lot of goals he was the highest goal scorer but he won just his league he didn't win Cup in his, in, in, in Germany he didn't win the Pokal he did not win the Champions League they got out in the semi-finals against PSG yes yes, yes. I feel that Giorgino was very good for Chelsea you get he was very good for Chelsea and he was very good but he was not the main man. He wasn't the main man in any of them. In fact, I think it was Kante. Kante yes. was in the knockout. Yes. One more, most man of the match award there. Do you understand? So I, we are, we, and the, the criteria is not how many trophies you want. How many trophies you want. Criteria who is the best player. Yes. So I think that, and this is where Messi comes in. Messi, it, Messi won with this current Barcelona squad, guys. He won the cup with them. Papa did. <laughs> okay, he was the highest goal scorer in La Liga. He was the highest goal scorer in La Liga. I think he was the second highest goal scorer in the whole of Europe. You understand? And when you put goals and assists last season, then I think any other person when you add goals and Lewandowski singularly was the highest goal scorer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So when you now come and now look, okay, look at the international competition now. Messi was the highest goal scorer in the Copa. Was the highest yeah. assist maker. He was the best. He was the best player. Was the MVP, and then he finally won it because, for the rest, for every year, people always accused him that you can't win with your country. Lewandowski didn't get out of his group with Poland. He finished. They didn't qualify from their group in the Euros. You understand? I think that one will count against him heavily. So Messi went with. He won the final in Brazil. This final competition that he has been trying to play for all his life. He has been playing. I think he has lost three finals. So just for me, for me, after what he did with Barcelona, the fact that he could go with his country and win, while being the main person, he literally carried them. Yes, there were a lot of very good performances. The Maria scored in the final. Their goalkeeper was very good. But Messi, to be able to come back from losing the finals three times to now coming back to winning in that year, and of course, it was still the highest goal scorer in South American competition. I think that it should be Messi. But we'll be interested to see how that ends. I think there are reports coming out that he has won it. I don't know how true he it has is. won it. LM7. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, beef. Let, let, me, let me ask you. So we end this beef. 
Messi wins the seventh Ballon d'Or, does that end the good debate? Do you think he ends? He won't win it. That's typical. It can't end. You don't think Messi will win it? I said, I think if he wins it, it doesn't mean like he's not going to um, stamp it. He could stamp it for Messi fans, but of course, something to keep <laughs> Of course, so it's <laughs> all right. But are the reasons why football is the greatest sport in the world. I don't yes. think I can't understand for the life of me why people are not into football. It, the content it gives, you can't get it anywhere. It's a gift that just keeps something. There will always be something you get. And speaking mm-hmm. of Messi and his team, PSG was is injured, so I think he didn't play PSG one. So they are ten points ahead in their group. So if you are listening, you get that information. So guys, stay. okay, extra time, guys. Are you guys here? Yeah. On my pot on the last January episode podcast, we talked about red flags. So I got four girls, and we jo- I, I just interviewed them singularly, like one by one by one, and I combined combined it to make an episode. I named that one "Red Flags" for from the girls' point of view. So if you are listening, you guys can check that one out. Very interesting. I think that's one of the best episodes we've done. Wanika, so what what are your own red flags in relationship? What red flags do you look out for in relationship? Just give us two. Sharp, sharp. Uh, if you're not a football fan, <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you're not a football fan, I don't have just that. That's the only thing. If you're not a football fan, your man must watch football. Yes, if not, there's no way we can walk. You can't walk. Uh, there's no love there. My love language is football. If you are not talking football, guy, we can't work together. That relationship <laughs> <is not> work. <laughs> That's the only okay. thing. Okay. No, well. no. That's the only one. Kiwanika says red flag football. What about you, Beef? Because I'm doing for guys on coming out on Friday, guys. So if you're listening, subscribe so you don't miss the episode. Beef, what are your red flag? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think one thing I really do personally, one thing I really don't like is being um, untruthful. I would expect you to lie to me. That thing is lying. Lying. Any sort of lie. Secondly, you should be generous gambler. We go struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but, but, but I personally not really met. I know I say on Twitter, I've not really, I've not, but, but I've not personally met a girl that gambles. I did, though. All right, maybe more girls to come on the podcast because I, I always like to have a girl on the podcast. I love talking football with girls, I love talk, talking football generally, but I always like to balance it out here with a boy and a girl. So please, if you're a girl and you're listening and you like football and you can talk about football, follow me. Send me a message. You get a message so I can bring people to come and talk about football. Yeah. And guys, that general episode is going to come out on no message. You get you guys should know this because I, the, the last one was very hilarious and very insightful too. You get because one of my friends came and she just literally broke down what gaslighting meant. You get she she really explained because I heard that frame. Do you guys know the meaning of gaslighting? Yeah, a little bit. I say it's just um, it's not like I don't I don't I don't really start being okay. Exactly, exactly. If you want to, if you want to get like the real, the she broke it down to pieces. So you guys should listen to that episode. But thank you guys. It's been fun talking with you guys. Appreciate you guys coming to do this. Thank you. This is my pleasure. Welcome, Before we end the podcast, Nanya has a question. Nanya has a question from Twitter. Why are you suddenly only out after backing in for so long? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you would bring that up. Um, <laughs> Been here for three years, and we just we just say you and if you're not if you're not sound enough to say okay, let me switch things up, let me send one of these guys away, or let me add a new guy, let me add help me. And if you're not doing that, then, then I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But who is Carrick? Who is Carrick? Really, 
So guys, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did. Big shout out to Wanika from Master T. Big shout out to you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate. Big shout out to Beef. I know it was a very difficult episode too, because of your network. Network was incredibly difficult, so it was difficult to record with him live. But thank you guys for coming and thank you guys for listening this far. We are going to make a very special episode on the next football episode. Yes, because it's international break, so I'm going to gather some of my friends. In my house and we're just going to talk about football different fans different perspective we'll talk about everything all the major talking points from the season so far those are episodes are always very good um don't forget again we're still open for sponsorship and ads but if you want to advertise on the podcast you can reach out to me if you want to sponsor the podcast you can reach out to me if you want to support the podcast there's also a link available check the link tree my link trip profile on Instagram, my link trip profile on Twitter, or on the podcast description, you see a support link where you can support the podcast. Supporting the podcast will help us make more content and will help us make better content in the future. And of course, the Red Flags episode for the guys is still coming out this Friday. <laughs> you guys do not want to miss that one. You don't want to miss that for anything. And if you're not listening to the, to the one from the ladies, please go and check it out. There's a lot to learn from that episode. And it's also fun. It's also fun. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share and god bless you i know times are hard in nigeria is difficult <laughs> but you just got to keep going you have to keep going and, and i want to leave people with this I, I want to leave people with this message that you have to be intentional it's only inten- it's intentional people that are winning you get you can't just especially in nigeria you can't just live your life or leave things to fit good things come to those who wait but better things come to those who go out to find it so be intentional today and stay intentional thank you guys and god bless you for vibing with Edmund Uris. Don't forget to rate, review and share. Edmund Uris.